David Glenn joining us now from the North Carolina Sports Network to talk about a sad day in college basketball and a sad day for our state. Uh, longtime color analyst on the North Carolina Tar Heel Sports Network, Eric Montross, passed away today at the age of 52 after a cancer diagnosis in March. David, thanks for taking some time to talk about Eric today. Hey, Chris, it's good to be with you, even under these sad circumstances. We can celebrate a great man. Let me ask you, and I know you guys were extremely close for more than three decades. How do you put his life and his career into perspective? Well, one thing that became obvious to me when I first interviewed Eric when he was a high school prep All-American basketball player was that he was about way more than basketball. And I wasn't sure where his life was going to go, but I knew that whatever impact he had in basketball, he was going to have an even bigger impact in life. And he's been a great husband to his wife, Laura. He's been a great father to his three children. He has created a father-son basketball camp that has raised about $2 million over the last 30-plus years in the fight against cancer, which sadly is the dreaded disease that, that ultimately ended his life. But, Chris, you'd laugh if you heard some of the stories about just the way he described himself as a young man, including he once said, I like playing basketball a lot more than I like talking about basketball, which, of course, proved funny in an odd way because he, he made his post-NBA living talking about basketball for the Tar Heel Sports Network. You mentioned some of the impact that he had on the community, and he was certainly a great player and a great broadcaster, but outside of the, the camp that raised it all, that, all that money, what other impact did he have on the community at large, David? Well, I think it was his example of kindness. Whether you were the most accomplished media member on Press Row or you were the new person just hoping that Eric Montrose would uh, say hi to you, even if he didn't know your name, what you've seen in these last hours is just an incredible outpouring of people who appreciated him as a man. And this is a guy who made crystal clear to me when I was a young guy. You know, Dean Smith used to say, that if what you're most remembered for is being a basketball player, you probably did it, did it wrong, right? And, and Eric, I mean, he was given the gift of being this seven-foot-tall mountain of a man. But he worked his tail off to become that college All-American, mm -hmm. academic All-American, NCAA champion, NBA lottery pick, and was an NBA player for quite a while. But he also read, you know, his other gift, which was kindness and all the things related to kindness on a daily basis. I, I honestly, genuinely believe that I am a better person for having known Eric Montrose for 30 plus years. And I believe that the world is a better place because he was a part of it. That, that's, that's the gift that he did not inherit. That's the gift that he cultivated and the gift that he wanted to share, you know, whether he was that 17-year-old McDonald's All-American or whether he was, you know, the 52-year-old man who leaves behind an amazing wife, three impressive kids, but also a legacy uh, where he's remembered even more as a great person uh, than he's remembered as a great basketball player or a great basketball broadcaster. And I'm not sure you can have much something any nicer than that on your tombstone. I'm reminded about what David Cutcliffe, the former Duke football coach, said uh, about leaving a place better than you found it. Mm -hmm. And it certainly feels like Eric Montrose left the world better than he found it. That's well put. You know, and, and he was always that way, man. He told a joke one time where he's, you know, representing the Tar Heels at a basketball camp with a bunch of little kids. 
and the kids are just buzzing about this upcoming NBA championship series between Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls and Clyde Drexler of the Portland Trailblazers. And they asked Eric his opinion of this at the time about to start NBA final series. And Eric said to me in an interview, he's like, DG, it freaked me out because I didn't even know the NBA finals were about to start. And I wasn't a hundred percent sure which two teams were playing. And that's just, I mean, he took his basketball seriously. Don't get me wrong. He was a dedicated and informed and knowledgeable and insightful broadcaster. He was a work his tail off college basketball and professional basketball player. But when you're 20 years old and working a camp and you're not even sure who's in the NBA finals and Michael Jordan's a part of it, that, that shows that uh, love and relationships and, and friendships and being a great son and husband and father eventually, you know, and, and, and raising that money to fight cancer. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, that father-son basketball camp was a byproduct of him as a young UNC star basketball player meeting a 15-year-old named Jason who had cancer at the time. And Jason had ideas on how to make that UNC facility better to serve the needs of young pediatric cancer patients. And sure enough, Eric Montrose remained friends with that young man until his death. And Eric and his wife, Laura, created that basketball camp and raised $2 million uh, to follow up on what started as just a nice visit uh, to try to make the lives of young cancer patients, dying young cancer patients, and make their lives a little bit better. Visiting with David Glenn from the North Carolina Sports Network, and before I let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you just a quick thought on ACC basketball this year as we prepare to enter the gauntlet of league action. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, Chris, if this is not going to be another year where the ACC, which for much of my three and a half decades covering it, has been the number one league in college basketball. It feels to me that this might be another year where the ACC is not the best. The ACC may not have a top 10 caliber team. There's a long way to go. But as much as I think Duke and UNC and Virginia and Miami and even others, our NCAA tournament caliber teams, I'm not sure this league has one of the best teams in the country. And that's not something that I've said very often over the last 37 years. DG, thanks for your time. Certainly thinking about you and Eric's family and all the people that he touched. Uh, Our world's a little darker today because he isn't in it, and I appreciate you visiting with me for a few minutes today. Thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it.